Hey guys, welcome to the Learn Feng Shui podcast, where you'll learn feng shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. So if you're interested in learning feng shui, Chinese astrology, all things Chinese metaphysics, as well as the superstitions and myths that connect it all, you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. Welcome to November Energy Update. In this episode, I'm going to be covering general energies for the month. The animal sign that are most impacted, which zodiac signs will be most impacted, as well as the best and worst feng shui areas for the month of November. The month of the metal pig or Senhai starts off with the first cycle of Jiaqi coming in on November 7th going through the 22nd. And remember that is a 15 day cycle of energy that governs obviously the first 15 days of the month. And it's called coming of winter. The Qi cycle starts on November 22nd, going through December 6th, and it is called lesser snow. So if we look at the energy that's coming in for November, we're getting this metal pig energy. So to me, I feel like the metal is very overwhelmed by the amount of water. So when we look at and think about Chinese metaphysics, we look at feng shui. One of the things and factors that we kind of learn about is the element cycle and the cycle of creation. So metal does create water. However, I think that this little bit of metal, because it's a yin metal on top of um, water, on top of this water. So it's almost like throwing your a diamond ring into an ocean. I mean, you're not going to have a lot of support and there's not really enough metal to, you know, create water. When we think about the way metal creates water, it's, you know, you leave a metal pitcher or metal bowl outside and it kind of attracts water from the atmosphere. It attracts that moisture, it collects and condenses and breaks down and collects into water. But when we're talking about an ocean and a little piece of jewelry, (laughs) it's going to be completely overwhelmed. And so I do think um, maybe some anxiety issues, um, metal and water sometimes signify depression. So um, we have to be careful of those type of issues. And I really think that the sense of like overwhelm, it might be there a little bit. So also when we're looking at that, again, that metal and water, again, metal produces the water. So it is the output of metal. So we're thinking of metal giving, giving birth to something, but when we look at that, it's called overproducing. It's overproducing this water. I believe, um, the feng shui master I study with, he always kind of attributed it to a mother that has too many children. So it's It's going to be really hard to take care of each one of them, meet all their needs when, you know, there's, there's too much to do. And so I really think the focus for November is really just focusing on what matters to you. So we're, we need to be able to kind of take ourselves away from, you know, some of the stuff that we may have in the works, maybe put stuff off to the side that we can, you know, put off for now, get rid of other things that we don't need to be working on and just focusing on what really, we really feel like we need to focus on for the month to get the most done. So having that laser focus, I think will help Um, kind of offset some of this energy of anxiety and of doing too much. And isn't that kind of the theme of the holidays anyway, right? We're starting off into this holiday season of November and that's kind of the theme, run around and do all kinds of stuff, get your work done before, you know, you take a break and all that stuff, right? Especially here in the U S we usually take that week of Thanksgiving is very lax. At least for me, it is kids are out of school. I usually take the week off. So, you know, make sure we're really taking the time to rest, make sure you take the time to focus on what really matters. 
So jumping into the zodiac signs, which ones will have the most impact and be most impacted by the monthly energy and the animal sign of pig that is here for the month of November? Um, of course, we have the animal sign of pig. Um, the rabbit and goat will be affected, the tiger, and then the rat and the ox. So looking first at the pig, um, whenever you have an animal sign that comes in for the month, year, day, whatever, and you have that animal sign in your natal chart, it is called the, the Grand Duke, the Thai Soy, you know, it's like the same thing arrives, you know, same animal sign. And so again, the Thai Soy energy is kind of like an energy that's like, if you don't want to be seen, then you need to lay low. But if you're doing things that are good, you know, if you're doing things that you want to be seen, usually this is the energy that helps them be seen. So if you're born under the animal sign of pig, you may notice, I always like, because I, I listen to rap. So I always think of like that Tupac, all eyes on me. Like that's always what I think of when I think of animal sign that's coming in the Grand Duke sign. So it might be all eyes on you this month. So if you're wanting recognition, great. Um, you're already combined with the animal sign of tiger. So your month should be going fairly well, you know, I mean, sorry, the year, your year should be going fairly well. Um, just the overthinking thing, of course. Um, and that's really because the element of water is present. Um, usually the pig is tends to be an overthinker anyway. Um, that water is like almost like a cloud or a storm cloud. And so you tend to probably get depressed um, or just overthink and compare yourself very easily. So do be careful of doing that this month. All right. So if you have the animal sign of rabbit or goat this month, the month of the pig, it combines to create... Um, a three harmony combination. So the three harmony combination, um, even if you don't have the rabbit and the goat, if you have either a rabbit or a goat, it still inevitably will combine at some point during the month and create this wood frame. So it creates the element of wood and with the, you know, the tiger being present for the year, tiger is the element of wood. I think it's a really good month for people with these animal signs to focus on education, learning, maybe taking up a new hobby or doing something that'll help grow you. So communication is always a good one. Like if you want to learn how to, you know, communicate and express yourself in certain ways, it's a really good month for you to uh, branch out to try to do that. All right, here we're looking at the animal side of tiger. So if you have the animal side of tiger, you will combine this month with the pig and create the element of wood. And I kind of think also the overthinking thing may occur. Um, also wood is like, can be overthinking. So don't let that uh, get to you. Um, and for me, I think uh, my advice to you is recognizing intrusive thoughts and acknowledging them, but then letting them go. So if you have the animal side of tiger, um, you know, you might be just having a year anyway, because you're, you have that grand Duke energy. So remember the tiger is present for the year and you have a tiger in your nail chart that does signify the grand Duke is present with you. So, um, again, it's like the, you know, be seen type of thing. Um, the pig will probably come in to offer a little bit more support because whenever you have a combination, it takes away some of these, the energies that uh, combine in other ways. So the combination of this uh, pig will come in to give you a little bit more support, I think. If you have the animal signs of rat and ox with the month of the pig coming in, you have a seasonal combination of winter. So the rat, ox, and pig are the three animal signs that make up the seasonal winter. So of course they make up the element of water. With the water being so strong in the winter, um, and for the year, we have the water in for the year. I mean, I think it's just really going to be um, an overwhelming amount of water. 
Um, I don't know if the medal in the month is enough to feel like you offer support. Um, again, just because of the output, I think focusing on creativity, production, developing something, it can help take away any extra stress you may have that is coming from the overwhelming amount of water energy that is in for um, the time being. Again, kind of depending on what it means to you or how it interacts, because just because you have the rat or ox, you know, doesn't mean that the water will definitely be overwhelming. Just means it has the potential because there's so much. So I really do think that um, just uh, creation and creativity and really being like, you know, focusing on what you, how you can make it benefit you, how you can um, have things like work in your favor, you know, and since that metal is there and you're having more water, um, just think of it as, um, you know, a, a production. What do you need to create? What can you yourself uh, symbolically give birth to? You know, what can you be focusing on that you can benefit for since it does make the water element really strong? Um, again, some people can really benefit from this, so it might benefit you really well. And usually it will, or it can, depending on what you've been working on, lead to financial gain. Um, remember that financial gain, windfall, stuff like that, they're not predictable. And uh, feng shui, astrology, all that, it's not magic. So it can tell you when the potential can be there for you to you know, say have a better month financially, but you know, you have to think about where that's coming from. Also, it's not going to magically appear for you. You know, have you put in the work behind it? And is that then, you know, supporting like, okay, you can sell more items this month, or you can, you know, um, get more clients this month or whatever. So remember that it doesn't work magically, but if you have been putting an effort behind the scenes, you can definitely see some financial gain. I think the one everybody wants to know about for the month is always the clash animal. So this is the animal sign that opposes the energy of the month. So if you think of the Chinese zodiac like a clock, um, the pig sits directly across from the snake. So they are opposing energy. The snake is the element of fire. The pig is the element of water. So they are sit in opposition to each other. So the snake obviously has the clash this month. But, you know, I always tell people don't worry too much about a clashing energy. Um, a few things can happen with a clash. So if you have the animal sign of snake and you've noticed that, um, you know, your maybe your year hasn't been a super great. You know, you've had some issues this year or whatever. That just means there could be a change and it could turn around for you. If you're having a pretty good year, you've noticed it's been great, whatever, and you have a clash uh, for the month, maybe some things oh, might be a little more difficult for you this month. However, a true clash doesn't always occur. So even though we have the animal sign of snake in there, um, it might not even happen. So if you have some sort of other combination within your chart, remember all these animal signs combine and interact in certain ways. So if you already have um, like a rooster or an ox, or you know, you have one of these animal signs that actually combines with the snake, then you don't even have to worry about a clash because it never even occurs. So I always tell people just, you know, look for rooster days to combine, look for ox days to combine, and you should be just fine. Um, for the month. So yeah, don't really put too much emphasis and look too much about what can go wrong or, you know, worrying about a clashing energy when it doesn't even always occur um, for you. So it might not even occur. Um, so yeah, you should be okay. All in all, I never worry too much about the clashing energy.
Let's take a short sponsor break if you listen on Anchor, and we'll come back with the best and worst feng shui sectors for November. Best feng shui sectors for November is going to be the southeast, the north, and the south. They all have fairly good flying stars, um, and let me tell you why. So looking first at the southeast, we have the four star there that is there for the year. So remember, it's a wood star. It represents like education, but it can also represent like romance. So when we have the one star comes in, come in, that definitely represents what is called a peach blossom for the area. If you would like to enhance your relationship, you can definitely place the flowering bamboo uh, or flowering plant, sorry, or bamboo that sits in water. Um, uh, you can do that for the month. Um, do be careful, be careful that you do not activate the subsector of Southeast three. That is the snake because that is known as the soy po or the month breaker. So if you're not really sure what to do in that, um, you know, with the energy there, a uh, message me and I will get back to you and we can look at where you can activate in your home and avoid activating some of the negative energies. So I do offer to do this for free for my audience. Just message me. Like, don't don't try and figure it out yourself. Um, some really special things also happen too. There are a few days that the seven star comes in to that sector, and you can activate the one four seven combination. It's supposed to be a really lucky combination, and it can be used for connecting with others. So if you have a position or a job, or you want to connect to an audience, I would highly suggest you activating that flying star in that sector um, in in the area. And so I have some different days and date selections that you can do that. Again, avoid activating the area that is governed by the snake for the month because you will not have a good result if you activate that area. I very highly suggest and um, you know endorse doing feng shui activations with water or a fan or movement in the area but do not activate the subsector that clashes the month. So that Southeast area can be broken in down into three different sectors, South one, two, and three. The three is governed by the snake. Remember I talked earlier about the snake and the pig having a clashing energy. So this is a time where you want to consider the energies that clash, especially in your home. So in our natal chart, eh, not so much. We have to you know, look at that. But in our home, we definitely don't want to activate these areas. So please shoot me a message if you're good. You know, you're like, oh, I really want to activate this for romance or X, Y, Z. You know, I'd be happy to show you and break down the little area that you need to avoid. A couple of things are happening in the north and the south. So we kind of have a good energy, but it's kind of a bad energy. So let me explain. Um, north and south, I, I kind of say that they're moderate. Um, it, let's look first at the north. It has the flying star number seven, which generally is not considered a lucky star. And it can represent a legal and uh, issues and disputes, you know, legal disputes. So generally, I don't say like that's a great star to use, you know, that's kind of the general consensus, especially when it goes into a palace that it's exhausting. So it's going into the north, north is water. Remember, metal actually produces water. So it's like the palace is kind of getting exhausted a little bit by that energy. So it can actually help with communication and um, speaking. So if you want to do something like a public speaking, the one seven is good. Um, you know, especially in the days that the flying star number four comes in, then much like the Southeast Palace, it has that one, four, seven star combination. I would say I would use the sector more than I would say to activate it for the month. And with that South, the South sector, 
It does have a good star for the month. It has the number six flying star. But remember the number six flying star, we have to look at the element of uh, the energy that's coming in. So when we look at that energy, it is actually a, a metal element. And so if you look at metal going into the South, the South is fire. And so we get something called the fire burning the heavenly gate. <laughs> that's the combination of flying star that we get for the month. However, again, much like that one, four, seven combination, when you have a combination of three flying stars, that is um, a three, six, and nine. It's considered also to be lucky too, much like the one, four, seven, you have a three, six, nine, and um, a two, five, eight is not generally used, but a three, six, nine. Generally, if you have sales you need to do, like I would suggest sitting in the South for the month if you're uh, working with sales, generally that helps boost that up. So I would just work there for the month. I wouldn't really um, sit there and do an activation on that those sectors, but they are good and usable. And feng shui activations can be very impactful. Um, so I would suggest you go to the blog post within, that's linked below. Um, I'd really like you to do the activations. I always include a monthly activation on the website. So you can go there. And again, if you cannot find um, or you're not really sure where South 3 area is, that snake area, please shoot me a message and I'll, I'll help you find that, okay? Looking at the worst sectors for November, um, again, general use is fine. Like, don't be too freaked out if you're using an area and you realize that it's an area that has an affliction for the year, the month, whatever. So the Southwest, it uh, remains, of course, unusable. We have all kinds of stuff going on over there. Unfortunately, we do use uh, lose the use of the star number eight, which is considered the wealth star for the month. So we do kind of lose that in the, uh, you know, with that, with the sickness star being there for the year. So it's just unusable and it does make the earth energy very strong. So I would say if you don't have coins or a salt water jar or something, um, that has been up in that Southwest sector, go ahead and place one out for the, the month and just kind of leave it up till February. The same kind of applies to the Northeast for the month. So the flying star number five goes over there. Um, you know, it's just an area we're not going to want to activate. If you did put up a activation for October, go ahead and turn that off um, before November 7th. It should be fine. A general use of the area is fine. But um, again, you're probably going to want to put some metal there to cut all the earth energy that's coming in for the month. All right, guys, so no Folklore Friday for this month. Uh, I just had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of um, kind of setbacks trying to record this um, from just personal stuff to um, having to get a new cord for my microphone. Like it was just every little thing was like trying to stop me from recording. <laughs> so in order to get the information out, I'm just going to um, put off the folklore tale, um, which I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. I enjoy doing it, but, um, next month, I think it's just kind of fitting. I'll do a symbology of the, you know, the pig and the animal side of pig. So I think that'll be a fun little thing, uh, for November, um, to kind of replace the folklore that I'm missing this week. Um, I'm excited to kind of tentatively announce in February, I will be starting a monthly, just like a group call, a zoom call. Um, so if I've previously mapped your floor plan out and you have that information, and you have questions like bring that to the zoom call it'll be free for listeners I mean just come on bring the floor plan and if you haven't had your floor plan mapped out remember that is something I offer to do uh, for free so I don't charge you guys for it I want you to be able to do the activations that I talk about here 
on the podcast because they can be very impactful. So in order to do that in a, a way that is very effective, um, I highly recommend you having me map your floor plan out. And so on those monthly calls, what we can do is just, if you have questions, we can look at that. We can kind of identify what some of these um, things mean within our uh, you know, that floor plan mapping, kind of identify the areas of our home and look at what we can activate, right? So I'm excited to do that. Again, that'll be um, probably after February and I'll have more information as that progresses. And if you, I would highly recommend if you want to do feng shui activation, look at my blog post that is a companion to this episode. Pretty much all the information I cover here plus more is going to be on that blog post and that companion. And it is linked in the show notes below. Um, yeah, so just go check that out and the date selection is always there. So if you ever, you know, you're like, I want to look at good dates for the month or whatever, all that information is, um, you know, recorded on that blog post. So go check that out. You guys have an amazing weekend and I'll catch you next week. For free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends. 